What's up, everybody? Welcome back. Stop laughing at me. Welcome back to the Uncomfortable Conversation. Uh, we were a little late today, and I was a little all over the place with getting us started. Hey, man, it's okay. It's all good. <laughs> We've got three people watching, it looks like. That's probably the most we'll, ha we'll have watching today, so I'm glad you are here. <laughs> Uh, welcome back to the Uncomfortable Conversation for Saturday, July 17th, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Austin, joined as always by Tobias. What's up, man? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing all right. Oh, got my man. drink. You got your drink. I got my drink. Doing good. <laughs> all right, fuck it. Let's just go ahead and start everybody's favorite oh, segment. Man. What are we drinking? Hell all right. yeah. I, I'm going to go first because mine's really simple. There's beer. That's all that's in here, this beer. And then I have a little a little cooler down here with a couple more. So I want to finish this one, I'm going to fill it back up. But until a beer company wants to sponsor the show, I'm not going to say what beer it is. I'm not going to drink it out of the branded bottle or nothing. just going to drink it out of my branded container. All right, what you drinking? Spiked coffee with my favorite, Jim Bean Vanilla. Jim Bean Vanilla. My favorite. It's the smoothest thing in the world. <laughs> we need to be sponsored by Jim Bean. Hey, I would, you, I will, the, the only way I'll put the bottle out here is if they sponsor us. Hey, man, I'll drink that no labels every week. Unless you want to give us money. Then I, will, <laughs> then I will put your label wherever. I will put a goddamn Jim Bean poster <laughs> up here. Well, we'll put it against that wall because yeah. you can see that one. Big neon flashing Jim Bean poster. Oh, man. Or Jim Bean Vanilla Did <laughs> you like Jim Bean Vanilla so goddamn it. All right, guys. Well, today we're going to we're gonna, we're gonna get – we're going to talk about critical race theory again. Uh-oh. Because why the fuck not? Um, <laughs> why not? We talk about it every fucking week. Might as well talk about it some more. We are going to talk about critical race theory, stealing history. Sacagawea – was a confederate apparently what exactly and more because this is the uncomfortable conversation each and every saturday right here we talk politics race religion and everything else that makes you and your family uncomfortable if you like that and you want to get uncomfortable with us subscribe to us on youtube follow us on twitch uh like our facebook page join our new facebook group like the video subscribe leave a comment down below let us know what you want us to talk about let us know what uncomfortable thing you want us to discuss with you and your family. Make sure your family's watching. But make sure they're on separate screens. That way we get more views out of it. <laughs> <We'll do that. laughs> but if you want to be a part of the show, like I said, send your questions, comments, topics of discussion, either in a YouTube comment, on our Facebook page, tweet at us using the hashtag UncomfortPod, or get on our website and fill out the contact form. Housekeeping for you real quick. First of all, we do have a new Facebook group. It's called The Uncomfortable, well, not The Uncomfortable Friends. It's just called Uncomfortable Friends. So y'all go search for that, find it. Um, good luck finding it because I haven't actually put our picture anywhere on that group yet. Because um, I got to come up with a new picture because it's not our Facebook page; it's our group. It's for you guys, so I got to come up with a picture to put on there. But go search for uncomfortable friends. We put different questions and polls and that sort of thing up there. Um, speaking of, let me make sure that no one has put anything in there. Maybe they want us to talk about something. Actually, before I do that, y'all are going to see my, y'all are going to end up seeing my Facebook page if I do that. I don't want y'all to see my Facebook page. <laughs> but guys, get, on, get on there, like the page, join the group, 
Uh, anything you you can contact us through there as well. Go to uncomfortpod.com, fill out the contact form. That's how you can get in t- contact with us as well. Make sure to go on there, check out the merchandise if you want to support the show. It's a great way to do it. All right, let's talk about the giveaway. Okay. No one won it. No one. So it's up for grabs again, but I'm extending it. It's not just going to be for YouTube now. Because I know we had a couple of people on Twitch last week. Got a little salty. They want to win stuff too, man. I know, I know. Twitch matters too. Hashtag Twitch matters too. (laughs) So there's going to be three ways to enter. Okay. Okay. First way is the same as what we've been doing. Uh, Be a subscriber on YouTube and leave a comment on either this video or the highlight videos, the five highlight videos that we're going to release. Maybe six. Depends on how much we get into after the show. But the highlight videos that we release after this episode. Be a subscriber. Leave a comment on a video, and you'll be entered. Second way is if you like the Facebook page and you share this Facebook post, share this video, you will be entered. And then if you're on Twitch, I'm sorry, carbonated this time. (laughs) So get a little gassy. Uh, if you are on Twitch, if you're a follower on Twitch, and you comment while we're streaming, guess what? You're entered. Farty Butt Pants is back. What's up, man? Hashtag what? What's that emoji? Can you see it? You got a bigger screen. No, it's not. The Twitch chat. No. Where is the Twitch chat? Come on, man. What's up? What's up, Farty Butt Pants? I'm glad you're back. We had a hell of a good time with you last time. We're going to have did. another good time. Listen, Farty Butt Pants, I don't know if you were paying attention. This is a Beam's Choice decanter from 1968. It's their Mardi Gras edition. This is our giveaway, and I'm extending the giveaway out to Twitch as well as YouTube and Facebook. So, you're already entered. Yes, oh, it's sir. a salt shaker. Salt, hashtag salt-free Saturday. That's what he was saying. Okay, cool. Um, But, yeah. So if you're a follower and you're already commenting, you're entered to win already. And we'll announce the winner next week. But kind of cool. Nice little nice little thing to nice little conversation piece to put up on your mantle. Everybody's gonna think you're an alcoholic like us. You are an alcoholic. <laughs> if you're with us, you're an alcoholic. And if you're with us and you're not an alcoholic, you got some learning to do. We're gonna make you an alcoholic. Um, with all that out of the way, do you have anything? I know you want to save your own little segment for. I, that's that's another thing. Watch this, everybody. Watch this. Whoop! Yeah. There's his his little zoom. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. Okay. All right. There you go. We got <laughs> got our Tobias zoom button. And matter of fact, I set it up to where Glenn will pop up too, so we can zoom in on you. And then Glenn can sit there right underneath you and watch. Oh, that's creepy. Check that out. That's so creepy. All right. <laughs> With all that out of the way, everybody, let's get uncomfortable. We have five news stories today. First news story comes to us from Fox News. So we may want to grain of salt it just a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, let me... I don't know why. Here we go. Let me bring this up for everybody. Paste. All right. Burgess Owens says that U.S. history is being stolen and rewritten by critical race theory, and students should should be taught about black founders. All right. 
So American history is being, quote, stolen and rewritten by those teaching critical race theory, and the disinfectant to that is to celebrate the contributions of important black Americans in the classroom, Representative Burgess Owens from Utah said this week. Do you know you know who Burgess Owens is, don't you? Nope. Okay. He was um, – he actually played in the NFL. Okay. Um, and then once he left the NFL, he decided to get into politics – and so now he's part of the part of the Congress in Utah, like the, I think the fourth district, something like that. But he's a Republican from Utah, mm-hmm. and he says, oh, "Wrong button, <laughs> zoomed in on you." <laughs> he says that as our history is stolen and rewritten, Americans lose not only pride in our past but also appreciation for our present and a vision for our future. He wrote this in an op-ed for Newsweek. It was published Wednesday. It says, we're seeing, we're seeing this unfold as the teaching of critical race theory continues to infiltrate our classrooms. Although radicals would like the masses to believe otherwise, America has historically revered its black patriots from our visionary beginning. Uh, he listed off several consequential black men, including Christmas addicts, I guess is how you say that. Christmas addicts, believed to be the first colonists killed in the Revolutionary War during the Boston Massacre. And James Armistead, who spied for George Washington, both men were former slaves. The congressman claimed that black heroes have been universally and purposefully erased from public school curriculums. So, initial thoughts. I, I do agree with that. Okay. Um, that some of the uh, African American uh, founders that you know discovered things, some things in the world have been you know uh, kind of shallowed. You know, as far mm-hmm. as not being put on the forefront of, hey, they discovered this, they discovered that. I definitely agree with that. I definitely agree with that. Okay. Because a lot of stuff I had to go research for myself, like as far as the, the guy who uh, helped invent the light bulb, I had to go research, research that myself because, you right. know. Well, what do you think about him saying that critical race theory is stealing and rewriting history? And the only way to combat that is instead of teaching – Instead of focusing on, you know, the the system at its core or whatever being racist and all these racist ideals that are woven into our system, instead teach about these black founders and these black people. I don't think critical race theory is trying to steal and rewrite history per se. Uh, see that that that's kind of like the standpoint of what we was talking about in the last couple of weeks. How some people look at critical race theory as a way to put down others. Oh my god! Got you zoomed <laughs> in. Hey, if you're gonna, t- I mean, why would they want to look at me if you're the one talking? But you know, we, we talk about how critical race theory. Some people believe it's just a way to put down others so that um, so that it can elevate Afri- African Americans. But that's not the case. It's just to inform us. Um, I don't think it's there to steal history at all. Um, that's how I feel about it. I, I, I don't. I don't think that it's fair to try to blame something because you feel like it's gonna dismiss this other information. If it's if it's true, let it be known. If it's not true, don't say anything. That's how I feel. Okay. Um. I. I'm. I'm. I'm not gonna say that critical race theory is stealing and rewriting our history. Mm-hmm. Um, because what critical race theory is is the idea that certain 
certain systems in place in our society in the United States and certain rules in place or whatever regulations are inherently racist. You know, racism in some form or another is kind of part of our system. That's uh-huh. what critical race theory is. I'm not going to say that that is what's that is stealing or rewriting our history because that is part of our history. That's how it is. Now, I will agree that black patriots, like the two that Representative Owens pointed out, do need to be highlighted more uh-huh. in public schools and everything. Now, I've been holding this, wanting to take a drink, but I was talking. Give me a second. <laughs> All right. So we did a uh, a poll in the Facebook group, uh-huh. and I asked, let me bring it back up just so I know I don't, you know, say the wrong thing. Uh, it is such a pain in the ass to get to this group. All right. So I asked, I said, we've discussed critical race theory quite a bit lately on the show. Do you think critical race theory should be taught in schools? Uh, out of all the people that voted, 57% said only as an elective. So kind of similar to what we've been talking about, uh-huh. right? Like you want to teach it, fine, but make it an elective. That way, at least the student and the parents have some version of control. Uh, because if you make it mandatory, you're going to piss off a bunch of people. Um, 28, 29% said no, just keep it out of the schools. And then the rest, which what does that give us? Let's see, we got 57% plus 29%, at least 14%. So 14% said yes, mm-hmm. teach it in schools. Um, so I am, I think that highlighting those um, those black patriots, black people that helped found the country, mm-hmm. um, I think that should be a part of just your basic history class. Mm-hmm. But critical race theory, like a deep dive into systematic racism should be unelected. Okay. What do you guys think? <laughs> Let us we know. We got, according to this, we got a handful of people watching. What do you guys think? Should critical race theory be taught in schools? Um, something tells me that Twitch is going to jump on this faster than YouTube because I think YouTube's behind by like 30 seconds or some mm-hmm. shit. Um, so if you're on YouTube and you're typing right now, just give us a second. We'll get to you. Promise. Oh, Promise. Um... And then, okay, this has nothing to do with critical race theory. Let's go. But it's funny. So somebody commented. I know this person. Somebody commented on the poll on Facebook. Mm -hmm. And it's hilarious because they're just trolling. Okay. Uh, And they told me that it was just going to be a troll. I was like, that's fine, whatever. As long as you're not, like, riling anybody up or you know, calling anybody stupid or anything like whatever. Like, we'd like to have fun. Let's have some fun. So this is what he said to the poll of, like, should critical race theory be taught in school? When I was in school, we ran plenty of races in gym. Oh, yeah. I was like, what? (laughs) When I was in school, we ran plenty of races in gym, but they didn't require us to learn the theory behind how to race. I think it's ridiculous that they are trying to force kids to learn about this. There are certainly going to be kids that are out of shape, and they are likely never going to participate in races once they reach adulthood. Though, now that I think about it, those kids could also end up in a life-or-death, fight-or-flight situation, so maybe learning race theory could help them, too. I wonder if you could apply this same race theory to NASCAR. 
It's stupid, but it's funny. <laughs> Bro, I was like, what is he talking about? Because I, re- I read that like three times. Yeah, he's just trolling. He's, trolling. he's, he's, he's a good guy. Because look, at the, at the end, I was like, maybe he's making sense. But I was like, no, no. he just mentioned NASCAR. No, yeah, he's, he's talking about NASCAR now. <laughs> um, no, that was funny. Looking more at what Representative Owen said, he says, critical race theory denies the 245 years we have spent honoring the accomplishments of the black community and instead presents a hapless and hopeless intergenerational community, one historically oppressed by a more powerful and privileged white race. Owens has called for the firing of educators who teach critical race theory, describing it as, quote, pure racism, while speaking on Fox Business earlier this month. You're not going to hear this history from, uh, let's see, you're not going to hear this history from these elitists, these leftists who want to divide us, teach us that blacks were not able to see patriot patriotism to be loyal to be brave courageous we have a choice to get away from these leftists who want to teach racism here's my question to you let's go and to you and it just only because i know that this is a republican representative in congress he is a supporter of trump or was a supporter of trump don't know now but all that sort of stuff do you think he truly believes this, or do you think he's saying it because he's part of the Republican Party and it's kind of like I need to, I need to show face and like say the things that my party believes? I think he's speaking on behalf of the party instead of himself, uh, or instead of you know his genuine, genuine thoughts. Mm-hmm. You know, when he gets in with the group and then they say, okay, I feel this, I feel this, and then they have to, you know, it's, it's a team effort when you're on the Republican Party. I mean, right. I understand you have your different opinions and you vote, you know, according to And to be this fair, it's the same on the Democratic Party. Right, right, right. And so um, I feel like he's speaking more on behalf of the party instead of himself. That's just me. That's kind of the, the feeling I was getting from him, too. It says he wrote, in his uh, op-ed that Americans must acknowledge the founding fathers who have been deleted from our modern-day curriculum. It is time to teach our children about the black patriots who inspired courage, leadership, and contributions uh, were instrumental in our quest for independence. Or whose who's inspirational courage, leadership, blah, blah, blah. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where we sit on this, everybody. We feel like those black patriots, those, like he said, courageous, brave people that showed leadership and everything, should be highlighted more in in our history classes. Um, but critical race theory, purely by its definition, is not this pure racism, I'm going to teach the kids that mm-hmm. white people are racist and all that kind of stuff. Um, now... Do I feel like some people that teach critical race theory will take it there? Definitely. Absolutely. There's definitely going to be people that do that shit. Um, so if it's taught correctly, I think that it could have a place in an elective, but not in like your normal history class. That's that's about what you feel about it too, right? Yep. All right. Yep. Now, we want to know what you think about it, how you feel about it. Yes. Jump into those comments below. And let us know your thoughts. Second news story today. 
And I've got all this stuff pulled up in like two separate windows. So, to try to keep things separate, but it's, I don't know if I'm going to do that again. <laughs> it's just making shit more difficult. So, let's. All right, second news story today. Charlottesville removes Lewis and Clark statue featuring Sacagawea along with Confederate statues. So basically this latest round of Confederate bringing down Confederate statues, a statue of Lewis and Clark that had Sacagawea on it. They're pulling it down. I don't think they're destroying it. I think they're just moving it, but they're taking it off of this, this monument. So a Lewis and Clark statue featuring Sacagawea it's also spelled that way, everybody. Not that that matters, but a famous Native American woman was taken down in, down in Charlottesville, Virginia, making it the third statue to be taken down in the city. The statue is of two white men, Meriwether Lewis and William Clark, and Sacagawea, who is depicted tracking, according to historians. Those against the statue have said Sacagawea appears to be cowering. So, before we move on, just look at the statue. Does it look like she's tracking or does it look like she's cowering? To you, what do you think, Tobias? Kind of like she's cowering. I'm not going to lie. A little bit? Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Uh, Let me see if I can find a better picture. Um, oh, that's not a better picture. That's Discover Card. We don't accept no stinking <laughs> Discover Card. I think you're part of some exclusive club or something. What are you doing? Um, yeah, when I kind of zoom in a little bit, it kind of looks like... I don't know because okay when I'm not a tracker. I don't know what you look like when you're tracking. I don't know these things, um, but historians apparently they think that it's she's tracking. She's not cowering. She's I don't think that's tracking. But when she holds her hair back, it makes me look like she's trying to look at something or I don't know. But the way her Legs are just in her head, just kind of bowed. It's like she's afraid. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm trying to f- see if I can find a better picture of this of this statue. That's not a very good picture. Here we go. That's not a good picture. All right, let me bring this up. Can I go? Oh my gosh, these ads. Here we go. Open image and new tab. Here we go. All right. What do you guys think? Does she look like she's tracking or she look like she's cowering? I think the thing that makes it look the most like she's cowering is this rock. Like you got him standing up front, cock lock, ready to rock. All right. Okay, with his, with his rifle. You got, I don't know if that's Lewis or Clark, it's one of them. And you got the other guy standing on top of the rock up here. And she's like leaning against the rock. She's holding on to his hand. She's kind of behind him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? See, when now, you look at that, it's like if oh. that rock wasn't there and she was just kneeled down, I think it would look less like she was cowering. Now, what you should have done is you can leave these two right where they're at. You can leave the rock there and everything. Okay. But what you do is you take Sacagawea and you put Sacagawea, Sacagawea, whatever. You take her. You get her, have her knelt down tracking. Stop whispering in the microphone. Uh, you have her knelt down tracking, but you stick her out in front. 
because if someone is tracking, and this is just, again, I'm not a tracker, so this is just my thought process. If someone's tracking, they're going to be out in front, right? Isn't that usually how that works? Yeah. If you're a tracker, you should be the first one. Yeah. You know, they're following you. But the fact, what bothers me now, you pointed out the way that she's holding his hand. Yeah. Or at least that's what it looks like. Actually, if you look here, zoom in. Oh, I want to zoom in. Bullshit. I bet I can zoom in. Tell me I can't fucking zoom in. All right. He's holding something in his hand. So she's not even holding his hand. She is like holding on to his fucking jacket or some shit. Is what it looks like. Because look, his hand's right here and he's holding something. Her hand's way back here. Like, I don't think she's holding his hand. I think she's like, that's what makes it look like she's cowering. He's still looking at the picture, everybody. Yeah. Wait for it. Now he's come back. Okay. <laughs> no, because uh, mm. Mm. oh shit! I went full screen. We're back. <laughs> I'm trying to set this back to normal zoom. Here we're trying to see something. But moving on, um, Rose Abrahamson. Is how you say that? She is a, uh, a Native American woman. In a video, she said, it is a very offensive statue. And not only did it delineate me as a Native American, it delineated our women and their role in society. So we have a picture here of them taking it down. I think they have it just like sitting off to the side behind some tape until they figure out where to put it. Because all they did is they just took it off this pedestal here. Um. Says the emergency meeting held Saturday resulted in a unanimous vote to remove the statue. See, that's okay. Time out. <laughs> Here's where I get confused on okay. this. So this is like this national movement and this big like let's tear down, not tear down, but at least remove, relocate all these Confederate statues. Were Lewis and Clark Confederates? No, there weren't Confederates. Confederate in the Confederacy in the Union back mm-hmm. then. Was Sacagawea a Confederate? No. I'm not a history buff, but I don't think so. So I can understand, kind of like what we just talked about, I can understand where people would view the statue as offensive. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she's cowering or whatever. Yep. But, I mean, is this just, oh, we're tearing down a bunch of Confederate statues, so this gives us an excuse to get rid of this one too? Or do these people actually believe, like, this falls into the same category as these Confederate statues, so it needs to come down with them? Okay. I got my final thoughts. Tobias. All right. So, <laughs> as far as the Confederate part, I don't agree with uh, them being a part of the Confederate or them being Confederates. But what I do believe or what I do understand is that that statue is very offensive. Let me tell you why. When I go and look up any other picture of Sacagawea, Lewis and Clark, she's either right next to them standing up, 
pointing or she's just sitting down on the rock just chilling. Now, the fact that she looks like she's kind of like in this in this statue, she looks the weakest. Like as far as her demeanor, she looks like she's not important, like she's not in charge, like she's afraid. But any other picture that I've seen, she's holding the stick, just walking with them like they're on equal footing. And uh, if you understand the hierarchy back then, uh, as far as whenever you're kneeling next to someone, that means you look at them as being uh, above you or you they, you look at them as being uh, in charge and you feeling inferior. So I definitely get how that fat that has uh, how that statue can definitely be offensive, but because any other picture, she's on a horse, she's pointing. Like I said, she's with a child, she's with on a boat with them. Uh, there's another statue I saw, and she's just chilling. She's just on her knees, chilling with a boat with what is that? A basket full of fruit or something, and they're just they're chilling. So I, I definitely get that. I definitely understand that, and I can't even argue you're against. A, you're uh, talking about a different statue. Mm-hmm. Uh, Let's see if I can find the one you're talking about. You said people chilling with a basket of fruit. It's just her with Lewis and Clark. <clears throat> and the, the second, you see it? No, I don't see it. Wait, Showstone Princess. That's not it. That's a better statue, though. It's the same thing. Oh, right here. Is she? She's in front. Let me. Oops. Uh oh. Let me bring it up for everybody. Talking about this one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, in that picture, her head is held high, her chin is straight. She she looks like she's demanding respect, but in the other one, her, she's like kind of. Okay, what are we doing next? I can respect this statue a little more. Yeah. Yeah, like this is, like I'm saying, you can leave the rocks. You can leave old boy standing on top of the rock. You can leave him out in front of him, but you don't put her behind them, leaning against the rock like that. Like you put her up front, even if she's kneeled down or whatever, you put her up front and you she's looking forward. Mm-hmm. You don't put her looking down, holding on to homeboy's coattails or anything like that you just don't do that <laughs> yep that's how i feel i think that was, i think i made a good point good job <laughs> yes Let's sir give it up for tobias everybody <laughs> clap it up way clap it go. up yeah way to go <laughs> you've 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 earned your paycheck for the week <laughs> that massive massive paycheck that i write you man here. This supports all eight of my kids. <laughs> you are being so fucking stereotypical right now. <laughs> oh, my God. All eight of my kids. I'm sorry. The black man on the show just said all eight of my kids. Hey, uh, let me tell you something. I come from a big family. We love, I, I love big families. I want to have a big family. It's just me. He did it again. I've got one kid. I've got one. You, you can't zoom in. I, I don't have the zoom button. I have one kid. I'd be okay with a second. And a third. Nope. I'm done after two. Come that's on, it. man. That's all, I'm t- that's all I'm having. Come on, man. I've already, Kendra and I have already talked about it. If and when she gets pregnant with kid number two, I'm going to get snipped. No! 
I'm done after two. I'm not doing no. it. No. Not doing it. Oh man. Listen, listen. What? I'm gonna tell I'm gonna, I'm gonna speak some truths. Okay. Okay. You cannot love and treat more than two kids equally. You know, I know that. Why? My parents had three. <laughs> that's a joke. That's, that's, that's a joke. This will be the one episode my mom watches. She'll be like, you don't think we love Jesus? Like? Oh, my gosh. She's but no, I, as the middle child, and anybody out there that's the middle child can understand this, that's not the easiest place to be. Mm-hmm. It's stuck in the middle. So I do want James to have a sibling. I think it's important to have a sibling. Right. I don't want any of my kids to be that, like, stuck-in-the-middle kid. Now, that being said, I'm not against adopting. Okay. Like, later on or something, after I'm, you know, nipped and tucked or whatever, and maybe we want another one. I'm not against adopting. What the fuck are we talking about? I don't know. (laughs) When did we go? Sorry, guys. We do this every freaking weekend. (laughs) We were talking about Lewis and Clark, and then we just talked... Talking about adoption. Speaking of, <laughs> y'all jump down those comments. Let us know your thoughts on them taking down this Lewis and Clark <laughs> statue featuring Sacagawea, alongside, oh kind of like as part of this whole tear down the Confederate statues thing. Jump down in those comments and let us know your thoughts. Mm-hmm. I got to start doing it like that every time. Your thoughts. <laughs> All right, news story number three. Three. Let's talk about, we've talked a lot about, here lately, we've talked a lot about, like, Facebook. They banned Trump. Trump's got a lawsuit against them. This, that, whatever. Junior, you're trying to raise money. (laughs) Maybe Junior wants to keep all that money. Maybe he cut off Junior. Fuck, I gotta make some money. (laughs) Here's news story number three. White House flagging posts for covid or for Facebook, to censor over COVID misinformation. So essentially what is happening is the White House is partnering up with Facebook to help flag people posting misinformation about COVID-19. How do you know what's misinformation? Apparently it's up to the White House Hmm. as far as what's misinformation. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki I don't know if that's how you say her last name, but that's how yeah, I will I always say her think last the name. Is, is silent. It's got to be Psaki. <laughs> White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki uh, said Thursday to Biden administration, or said Thursday the Biden administration is identifying problematic posts for Facebook to censor because they contain misinformation about COVID nineteen. Uh, she disclosed the government's role in policing social media during her daily press briefing after Surgeon General Vivek Murthy, I guess called on companies to purge more pandemic posts. So, here's the question I have for you and for you. We have talked a lot about how when it comes to banning people, uh, you go on there and act a fool. Facebook is well within their right to be like, you know what, no, you can't use our platform because you're violating the guidelines that we put in place. Whether you like them or not, it's our business. We do what we want. Right. Here's my question. When Facebook is allowed to operate as their own entity and ban people for whatever, like, however they want, whatever, is this crossing a line letting government come in 
and help control what's on Facebook. Because now we're not just talking about some private company that can do whatever they want that's separate from the government. Now the government is participating. Okay. Let's zoom into the bias and find out. So <laughs> when you asked me that question, two scenarios. And I'm, zooming in, I'm zooming into Dubai so that I can reach down here and refill my cup. <laughs> uh, two scenarios hopped up. So the first scenario is this could work out where the White House partners with Facebook and it works perfectly. That way. Yeah. <laughs> that way, um, you know, the White House and Facebook, they work, you know, they work together and it's a, a understanding where, you know, White House, the White House respects Facebook so they can do their own thing. And then if Facebook has a question or they, you know, they intertwine and they work together as a group. Now, the second scenario that pops in my head is this is a slow, silent takeover that the government is using to take over social media. Because honestly, the biggest platform out there is Facebook. The biggest platform out there is for social media. It's Facebook. So if they can get control over Facebook and say, hey, Facebook, we can help you out. You know what I'm saying? We'll show you what we do not like, and then you guys can get rid of it for us, right? And then later down the road, hey, guys, we don't like this either. We don't like this, 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 and this. And it's more than just the COVID uh, misinformation. It's it's all the posting about politicians or politicians posting, or it can go either way. Either way. I'm going to do something for 40 Butt Pants real quick. Okay. Because you've got the Twitch chat up, right? Yeah. All right. He just uh, he said, isn't the definition of fascism the existence of a powerful centralized government hand in glove with privatized corporate entities? The government is using Facebook to distance or to dance around the First Amendment. Define fascism. <laughs> mm. This is from... Uh, so this particular definition, Merriam and Webster both agree that this is the definition. A political philosophy, movement, or regime, such as that of the fascist, such as that, um, <laughs> that exalts na nation and often race above the individual and that stands for a centralized autocratic government headed by a dictator, uh, severe economic and social regime and forcible suppression of opposition so you're not far off farty butt pants God, i can't i love saying that name <laughs> farty butt, farty pants. butt pants um <laughs> but yeah it, to to dumb it down as far as i can think to dumb it down fascism is a dictator and government above the individual mm -hmm. so yeah, uh, let's see. It says, I have that same side up, among others. That definition doesn't really separate itself from a true dictatorship. Exactly. So, I was about to hit, like, F2 on my keyboard. For what? No clue why. <laughs> it doesn't, I'm pretty sure it doesn't do anything. Let's see. Please don't. It might kill the stream, so y'all hang in there. Nope. We're good. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, What's wrong with them? But, yeah, it's that's basically what it is. And so... Um, the government weaving itself into these private companies and these private entities to try to seize control or at the very least share the control. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, that's pretty close to fascism, I would say. What do you think? 
I think he's spot on. Oh, me. <laughs> okay. I think he's spot on. Um, you know, it's 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 a way to control. It's a way to say, hey, this is how it is. That's it. You know, like like you said, dictatorship. Uh, that's all I got. I mean, I, I you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Um, I just I hate the negative outcome that what this could become as far as how the government's trying to partner with Facebook, but then slowly take over because if they have um, a deal where, Hey, whenever we see that it's misinformation, uh, you know, take it down. And as soon as they get that going, then they'll push for other things. And I don't like that. I don't like that. I, I definitely think the misinformation for COVID-19 is a problem because all these little theories and, and it's going to turn you to a zombie and all kind of things. I, I think that's full of crap, but I don't know. Keep going. What do I know? Me? Yep. Uh, let's I'm see. just trying to type something into some notes so I don't forget real quick. Um, Let's see. What does this say? As well as censorship, it claims that later gained credibility, such as the theory of that COVID-19 leaked from a Chinese lab. See, like, the thing is, when it comes to social media, we don't know what's true or not because all we do is get on social media and read what's on social media. Uh, we have to go back and research for and ourselves. even if somebody links an article mm-hmm. to social media, they just read the title. Right. They don't actually click on the article, read through it, and make, like, an informed individual decision. Let me let me, let me tell y'all something. So whenever... It's a good thing I have that Tobias <laughs> Zoom going right now. So... The thing is, whenever an article is being posted, it's clickbait. So you'll read the title, and it'll say, Trump sexually harassed, blah, 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 blah. But then when you click on it, all it is is just the things Trump had that has said that is uh, being demeaning towards women. So it's clickbait. you got to really go back and read. And then once you read that article, go back and search it somewhere else because a lot of articles are just from regular people in their closets, making up these random theories and stuff. So be careful on what you read and uh, as far as just taking it at face value. Yeah, because just yesterday alone, like four separate times, I heard somebody say that masks don't work. Who told them that? I guarantee you they never actually looked into the science behind masks or anything like that. They read something on Facebook. Fucking <laughs> they be like, don't you feel if that? you believe masks don't work, that's fine. Don't fucking tell other people that shit, though. <laughs> don't put it on Facebook. <laughs> but, um, so going down through the, by the way, I don't know if I mentioned Uh-oh. this. Party butt pants. Um, this is from the New York Post. I like to, I like to mention who we're getting everything, all this stuff from. But going down through here, actually. Let's look over at the chat, see what Party Butt Pants said first. Well, that depends on the mask and the thing you're trying to protect yourself from, right? The, I'm not saying that masks are bulletproof by any means, but when it comes to breathing in, if you're trying to keep shit from getting in, having a mask on is better than not having a mask on, period. Mm-hmm. Now, is it 100% effective? No. I don't like it. the only thing that's hundred percent effective is probably holding your breath. Right. Wouldn't and then rec- again, wouldn't it, recommend it. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
<clears throat> but to say that, oh, masks don't work, so fuck it. I'm just not going to wear a mask, and nobody should wear a mask. And then again, when mm. he said depends on the mask, yeah, you're right. Because you're, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some masks are better than others. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely like right. Like the N95 or like the uh, what hospitals use. You know model numbers? You're fucking in school. Yeah, you're... <laughs> He's going to school for the medical field, so of course he knows. I was like, damn, you know the model number shit? Like the N95 masks are, are used, you know, in hospitals and what's supposed to be the the go-to for protecting against COVID-19. So, Party Butt Pants says, full disclosure, I'm a vet who's been issued a gas mask and worn it in. You know what MOPP scenarios is? Nope. Masks which are built for their purpose do work. What's MOPP, Party Butt Pants? Matt, I'm not going to sit here. We, we, this is this, this show where people don't want to sit and watch us sit here and stare at a screen. But yeah, let us know what because I don't know what that is. Um, but a vet. I want. I want to like like that, that like last a, like a veteran, right? That's what he means. Like, yeah. Mission oriented. Mission oriented. Okay, definitely not like an animal vet. That's for sure. <laughs> um, yeah, a veteran, dude. Forty butt pants is getting cooler and cooler by the minute. Two tours. Oh man. Wow. Oh man. He's legit. Thank you. For Thank your, for your service. Oh Thank man. You. Man, that's what's up. And so far, he's the only one in the running for <laughs> for the decanter. <laughs> you may be winning yourself a decanter, sir. Or. I, I don't. I don't know if you're a man or a woman. We've never clarified that. Uh-oh. I keep saying he and everything like that, and I really don't want to be that jackass <laughs> that keeps just assuming. You know what I'm saying? Let's see. Well, let me let, let's while we're waiting on that. Okay. I've got plenty of booze. Can I donate it to? I'm a dude. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Uh, I've got plenty of booze. Can I donate it to the kids? Who are the kids? Because <laughs> my son doesn't have a use for that. Um, do any of your eight children have a use for it? To no. <laughs> my eight imaginary kids? No. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> now, I will say this, Farty Butt Pants. The next person who wins something. If, wow. if that's what you would like to do, we can absolutely do that. Because if if you win it, it's your choice what to do with it. So if you win, I'm not saying you're gonna win. I'm like 98 percent positive you're probably gonna win it at this point. <laughs> but if you win it, yes, you can you can choose whether or not to give it to somebody else or whatever. But yeah, you can absolutely do that. Um, but going on through this, just before we get off track even more, mm-hmm. um, this is. Uh, from Pasaki again. We are in regular touch with the social media platforms and those engagements typically happen through members of our senior staff and also members of our COVID-19 team. Given as Dr. Murphy conveyed, this is a big issue of misinformation specifically on the pandemic. So I have another, let me see if I can bring it up. Um, President Biden was actually asked about this or something similar to it, and he did not beat around the bush 
at all. He went straight to it. Dude. Sleepy Joe was not fucking around on this one. From ABC News, President Biden says Facebook and other social media are killing people when it comes to COVID-19 misinformation. One day after the Surgeon General warned Americans about what he called the urgent threat of health misinformation, President Joe Biden didn't mince words when asked for his message to platforms like Facebook about COVID. He said, they're killing people. They're killing people. I mean, it really, look, the only, yeah, he, that's one thing I will say about Biden. He, he kind of jumbles his words sometimes, but uh, he says they're killing people. Look, the only pandemic we have is among the unvaccinated and they're killing people. So, that's my next question to you, Mr. Tobias. Okay. And Mr. Party Butt Pants. Do you think, because this is sound, I don't think Biden means this, but it sounds like he's saying Facebook and Twitter and all them, they're to blame. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think they're to blame. I think they contribute to it for sure, but I don't think they're necessarily to blame. But, how do you feel about the president coming out and saying, like, look, the only pandemic is amongst those that haven't got the shot, and it's your fault that they haven't got the shot? Okay. Whoop. I wouldn't necessarily say it's their fault. Gotta, I definitely say. You've got to add a sound effect to your Zoom. <laughs> this little whoop. <laughs> I definitely think it contributes to people and their, uh, and their view on it. Because I know a guy, he was so gun ho. He was reading see see all these all these um, stories talking about how people with the shot have passed out and people have passed away and got COVID. And then as soon as his family says, "Let's get the shot," he's like, "Oh, okay." Mm-hmm. So it's like the it's like your mindset is saying, "Well, what are other people doing?" And so when well, you see. It's sorry. Uh, it's funny because like after I got my first shot, mm-hmm. no one really said anything after I got my second shot because I'd already got the first shot, so no one gave a shit anymore. But after I'd gotten my first shot, like half the people I interacted with were like, "How the fuck would you do that? Like why? Like the government's gonna track you or something? Like whatever they came up with whatever excuse was popped into their fucking head at that moment." But then the other half of the people, like, I had people literally, like, pat me on the shoulder and be like, I'm proud of you. After I got my shot. Mm-hmm. Granted, I didn't do it for the praise. Like, I was going to do it anyway. Um, but there are so many people out there that literally think the government is trying to either track them or kill them. Here's the thing. Number one, if you've ever seen a tracker, it doesn't fit through the needle of a syringe. We've talked about that a lot. Number two, if there was anybody they wanted to kill, this is about to get dark. (laughs) If there's anybody the government wanted to get rid of, it would be the people that don't do what they say. The only people that are going to get the vaccine are the people that do what the government say. That's true. So if the government wants to get rid of certain people, they're going to make them believe that they're in control. The government's going to be like, no, don't go do this. And then those dumbasses are going to go do it. That's how the government's going to get rid of you. That's my conspiracy theory minute for you. (laughs) I got a conspiracy theory. So, like, if if you think 
that getting the COVID vaccine is the way of the government tracking you, you are so far off. If the government wants to track you, there are so many routes. You know how many people have electronics? You know how electronics connect to each other? Do you know how the internet and IP addresses like connect to each other and determine your location, bro? Like, what? You think the COVID vaccine should... Like, if you are off the radar as far as no no electricity and living off the land and no cell phones or you know like the whole nine then maybe you're not being tracked but i have a cell phone i have a laptop i have a couple ipads come on yeah, if man. they want to track you they're tracking you that's right. just how it is that's it's the 21st century they're tracking you on a completely unrelated note i got you farty bark farty butt pants there it is I don't know why I snapped. I was trying to be like dramatic or whatever. But this is uh, Farty Butt Pants sent us a link. Wow. He said, What's the survival rate for people under 18 who get COVID? Zero to 16 per 100,000 in the US. So let's see, age specific data for seven countries showing estimated all cause deaths compared to COVID 19 deaths. So looking at the US. All cause deaths versus COVID nineteen. So COVID nineteen deaths as a percentage of all deaths. So zero point two eight percent of deaths between of people between the ages of zero and four in the U.S. are actually called by caused by COVID nineteen. Uh, from five to fourteen, one point three four percent. Do they actually have? They don't have any U.S. data above 14 years old what is the likelihood of asymptomatic carriers of covid to transmit it very low in that case why force children to get vaccinated when they're not likely to transmit nor to die from it um i think and i've actually had a discussion with a buddy of mine about this because he has an 11 year old 11 year old Uh um he and his wife i'm pretty sure they've talked to it to their daughter about it too um, they have decided that once there is like an approved vaccine for that age range, mm-hmm. that their daughter's going to get vaccinated. Okay, that they've they've already decided. He's he's been vaccinated. His wife's been vaccinated. They're going to wait until there's something approved for like eleven year olds, and then their daughter's going to get vaccinated. Um, if. You know, fingers crossed, everybody does what the fuck they're supposed to do. By the time my son is old enough to get a vaccine, all this shit will kind of have blown over for the most part in COVID. I don't think COVID-19 is ever going to go away. Yeah. Um, but I think if everybody does what they're supposed to do, it can be reduced to something like the flu where you just go get, go get a shot once a year to try to kind of fight against it um, to kind of mitigate those symptoms and everything. Um, it's like a movie, bro. But... A movie, <laughs> bro. It just feels like a movie. We're in a situation where we're also in a spare bedroom. How does this feel like a movie? No, I'm not, like <laughs> the situation of COVID nineteen. Oh, bro. okay. I thought you meant the show. No, 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 I'm no. Like, no, look, our production no. values are not that high. Okay, we're just wait on it. Give us a year. We, we got you. A year. <laughs> this is an optimistic guy, right here. <laughs> but like, it feels like a movie, bro. We're in a situation where it, it's either going to get better or worse because we can't. We can't afford to afford to stay the same. Yeah. But 
And it's like, like you said, this is something that we really just can't get rid of. It's, it's like it, it won't just vanish in thin air. It's gonna be like, yeah, it's oh, that's that's scary, man. But uh, what else gonna say? There's some on my on my mind as far as like the COVID shot, like like when whenever you hear all these random theories, like the the crazy woman with the uh that. It makes you magnetic or something like that. You know what I'm saying? It's like the crazy things, is the crazy things that you think that about. Was, that was a that was an interesting episode. Yeah, and like you're failing, um, they see it falling. So like, so the latest data from man. this is from the Mayo Clinic. Uh, latest data that actually came to us yesterday: fifty six percent of U.S. adults have at least one dose. I think the goal from the Biden administration was uh, by July 4th, we were at 70%. Mm-hmm. We fell a little bit short. <laughs> <laughs> but I think their goal was 70% because a lot of the experts and scientists were hoping. I mean, they didn't know for sure. But a lot of... Uh, a lot of different diseases to get to herd immunity you need to have like 95 percent vaccinated 96 97 98 you know somewhere around there depending on what the what the disease is they were hoping that the percentage of vaccinated people needed to reach herd immunity with COVID-19 was 70 percent which seems a little low to me Uh but if you want to be an optimist, be an optimist, I suppose. But that's, I mean, this is, how long is the, how long has the vaccine been available? Mm-hmm. Almost, a, uh, well, almost a year now. Or almost, yeah, almost a year now. Has it been almost a year? Almost a year. I know it's been more than seven months. This is pretty telling. Check this out. What's up? Percentage of people by age in the U.S. that have at least one dose. 90.8% of people between the ages of 65 and 74 have had at least one dose. So. I like that. Let me let me bring this back. So, yeah. Old people. Do you have a reason to call young people stupid? <laughs> There's data to support it. <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, under 18 is 13.5%. I think that's just because it's not their decision. It's their parents' decision. Mm-hmm. And even parents that are vaccinated are probably like, kind of like, mm, like, like, okay, I'm, I, I know I can handle it. I don't know about my kid. But it's funny. It gets just gradually bigger as it goes up in age. And then 75 plus gets a little bit lower. I think that's because people that are 75 years or older are like, fuck it. I'm going to die anyway. Like, yeah. Like, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Half of them probably don't want to be here anymore anyway. I'm, I'm glad my percentage is above 50. So. Yep. We're both at, what, 55.5%? Yep. Man. Um, let's see. State COVID-19 vaccines by age. Show all states. Where are we at in Louisiana? So 65 and up. Wow. 
100% of the people in Maine, age 65 and up, have gotten at least one Jesus. shot. Jesus. Way to go, Maine. Oh, and Connecticut and Delaware and California. Massachusetts. Hawaii. New Hampshire. Oh, it's Hawaii at 100% too? Yep. Yep. Okay, so Louisiana, we're at 85%. Uh, 18 to 64, we're at less than half. That's pretty telling, actually. It's pretty telling. We have gotten off topic. We have a golf topic. Quite a bit. <laughs> well, kind of. Because we're talking about the White House teaming up with Facebook to flag COVID-19 misinformation. But, guys, what do you think about the government now playing a role in, like, censorship, social media censorship, if you will, mm-hmm. going in and helping Facebook identify and flag certain posts about quote misinformation i'm gonna say quote misinformation because i'm not an expert i don't fucking know mm-hmm. um go get your shots wear your mask whatever but get down in the comments and let us know your thoughts new story number four this one i added because this is actually for those of you that didn't know um when i was in college i was on the debate team this was a topic that actually came up a lot during our debates. Let me get this up real quick. Um, we talked, we debated a lot about universal income uh-huh. or guaranteed income, whatever you want to call it. It's all the same shit. California passes the United States' first state-backed guaranteed income plan. Which means doesn't matter what your job is, what your financial situation is, whatever. You're getting a certain amount of money every month. It's guaranteed income. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> hang on, hang on. Make that smile again. <laughs> but... Uh, the state will use $35 million to provide monthly cash payments to qualifying pregnant people and young adults leaving foster care. Um, so California lawmakers have approved the first state-funded guaranteed income plan in the United States, which will see $35 million used for monthly cash payments to qualifying pregnant people and young adults who recently left foster care and a move that could spur other states to follow its lead. So first off, do you think that other states will start adopting a plan, maybe not the exact same as this, but similar to this? Depending on uh, depending on the... Uh, how can I say this? The wealthiness of the state. You know, some mm-hmm. states can't afford this. Some, uh, It depends on if they're getting funded by the government as far as how much they can you know, get from the government. I think this is a great idea. I would need the details on who will be available to get it. You know, I decided to zoom in on you cause I'm just looking around and shit. <laughs> I was looking at the chat and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I think it's a great idea. I think other States will jump on this. Um, like States like maybe Texas or, uh, some of the state, more States up North. Um, you said, well, here's, Here's one thing I want to highlight. Okay. Because this will piss some people off. Let's go. Oh, you like it when uh, people get pissed oh, off. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Look at this highlighted part. 
California's plan is taxpayer-funded, and there are no restrictions on how recipients can spend the money. So, technically speaking, and this is the argument that a lot of people are going to make, especially Republicans, um, is just a second. I see your comment, Party Butt Pants. Let me finish my thought. We'll get your comment. Um, a lot of Republicans are going to push back because they're going to say that this person getting this money every month, the money is coming from the taxpayers. The money's coming from you. The money's coming from me. The money's coming from your grandmother. They can, and they're going to take that money and they're going to go buy drugs. They're going to go get high with our money. Why'd you smile? Because. <laughs> but you know, that's, that's one of the arguments that's going to come up. Right. You know it is. So what do you think? So, <clears throat> this is my thing. And um, I kind of had situations like this where I wanted to give a homeless guy money. Um, and actually, recently, we gave uh, this lady, she was begging for money. As soon as we gave her money, she went across the street and went and bought alcohol. Um, this is just for me personally. Whenever you're doing a good deed and you're giving someone something, it's not your business what they're doing with it as long as you're doing what you're supposed to do. Now, is it right what they're doing as far as buying alcohol and drugs and and going to buy PlayStations and stuff with that money when they could be buying food, paying bills, taking care of the kids? It's not right. But who are we to try to forcibly control someone else's lives. Um, that's just how I feel. Um, honestly, is it money being wasted? Yeah, it is. Yes, it would probably make me upset. But think of all the people you are helping. Like, if you if you stop this plan because of those people, think of, think of the people that do need it. The people who are uh, on welfare or jobless or could use the money for good. You know what I'm saying? It's like you let these few bad eggs ruin it because I'm, I guarantee you there are more people that would use it for the right cause than people for the wrong cause. So <laughs> <laughs> I, that, That's like my exit. All right, Farty Butt Pants has put a quote, um, and I'm actually going to bring up the quote real quick, but let me read it real quick. It says, a democracy can only, whoa, Put in another comment and made shit move around. You got me thrown off a little bit. <laughs> uh, democracy can only exist until the voters discover that they can vote themselves largesse from the public treasury. Alexander Fraser Tyler. Um, do you know what largesse is? Nope. Okay. I didn't either. I had to look it up. That's what I was over here typing. So largesse is basically monetary gift, right? Oh, okay. So what Alexander Fraser Tyler is saying is a democracy only exists until people discover that they can vote to get money from the government, basically. Mm. And then democracy goes away. Because at that point, people realize, oh, fuck, I can just get money from the government. Which has kind of been happening already anyway for a lot of people. Um, <clears throat> what is it? And then his next, his next comment. 
Uh, I have no problems with a robust welfare response provided we have sovereign borders and are able to afford it. Objectively, we have passed neither metric. Wealth moolah. Oh, he 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 commented what largesse means. <laughs> Appreciate it. So let's see. Objectively, we have passed neither metric. So we have neither. We don't have sovereign borders. I, I put my arm way up here, but that's out of shot. Um, we don't have sovereign borders, and we're not able to afford it. What's the national debt right now? Like what? Like some trillion? Let's see. He's guessing. Let's see, we run a multi-trillion-dollar deficit per year, twenty-eight trillion. Whoa! Check this out. U.S. debt clock. We are at. Uh, look how fast that some bitch is going up. Oh my god. <clears throat> so the U.S. debt clock, right there. 28 trillion and right like 28 and a half trillion really it's gonna it's, rising it's gonna be it's gonna be like 30 trillion by the end, of, the end of next week million billion and in tax revenue we only have three trillion oh my god look at the student loan debt oh my god wait where's that at down below two step two uh two things below uh u.s national debt Oh, student loan debt. One point seven trillion. I'm still crossing fingers, holding out hope that old old Uncle Joe, money bag for, Joe, forgives my student debt because it's not like really big, but it's bigger than I want to pay. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing yeah, is you nothing were 40, is better. Party butt pants. Uh, you were you were damn near right on the money. Twenty eight and a half trillion. That's that's a lot. It's a lot, 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 lot. What were we talking about? I don't know. I'm still watching this. this Universal income. <laughs> Universal income. That was probably really loud in the microphone. <laughs> Sorry. Universal <laughs> income. Um, no, this is something that we have actually debated a lot uh, back when I was in college and was on the debate team. And the thing it always comes down to, like Farty Buttpants said, the thing it always comes down to is can we afford it? How do we pay for it? The only answer is always taxpayer dollars and you will always have this half that's okay with it and this half that's not okay with it every time this is why when it came to these topics i always wanted to be on the negative side because guess what you can't make a decision negative wins Mm. that's how that works that's tough man we're so in debt but we're but it's like we're so in debt but we still need like I don't, think that'll, I don't think that'll ever change. Is twenty-eight not trillion? Probably not my son's lifetime either. Twenty-eight trillion. Yeah, we would have to find a different currency for that to work. Like, here we go, Bitcoin. Oh man, I'm kidding. Bitcoin went down, I think. Yeah, it did. Here, like, here recently. Anyway, you need a refill? Mm-mm. No, I'm slowing down. I do. Talk to him real quick. <laughs> All right, so my question for Farty Butt Pants, 
Like, what do you think could get us out of debt? Now, I'm not talking about getting us out of debt in the next 5, 10, 20, 30 years. Like, what is something to, something to slowly diminish that debt? Instead of us getting more in debt, what's some, what, what, some way we can get out of debt? Like, not just 40 but pants, anybody out there. Because the way it's looking. Well, we only have two viewers. <laughs> so it's going to have to be 40 but pants. Uh-oh. A different currency. Uh, sovereign default of the world's reserve currency. currency. That's, That's a bad. bad day. Oh, a different currency equals sovereign default of the world's reserve currency. Oh, yeah, because that would be, correct me if I'm wrong, and I'm probably wrong, because um, that would mean we switch to a different currency, which means our debt to other nations. We're like, look, we don't we don't use that currency anymore. We're, we can't pay you back. I could be way off, Farty Butt Pants. I think you're right. Bingo. Ha! That's right. Yeah. I knew even, it. Even the blind squirrel finds a nut sometimes. <laughs> Just got to sniff for it. Dang, man. Let's see. But anyway, going back to California. Oh, wait. The counterparties who have lent us the money would lose their minds. Oh yeah. You would see you would see you probably see missiles coming over here at some point. If it kept going like, no, you owe us this money. And you're like, no. Like this is some this is some Bethesda fallout shit. Everything's in bottle caps now. Like that's how we pay for everything now. Yeah, well bottle caps. Guess what? This nuke has your fucking name on it. That's crazy, man. We're in a situation that you don't even want to think about because there's no way out. No way out. Yeah. Let's let's roll back to what we were talking about beforehand. Oh, what's that? Universal income. <laughs> so, California, again, for those of you, none of you that are just joining us, <laughs> California is the first state to pass like a universal income. Now, they did it just for pregnant women and children leaving foster care. Um, we have a so Senate Republican leader Scott Wilk. If you look at the stats for foster youth, they are devastating. We should be doing all we can to lift these young people up. Here's one thing that makes makes my heart smile, makes my heart happy. Okay. Because it doesn't happen very often. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna highlight something for you guys. I want you to see this. Right there. The effort passed with bipartisan support. There are not many things. You hear my son out there losing his mind? Yep. There are not many things in this world, in this political climate, that people on both sides of the aisle can agree on. One thing I've noticed is children are one of those things. So, passed with bipartisan support in the state legislature on Thursday, a sign of the growing momentum for the idea of guaranteed income across the country. Now, do you think... Tobias and Farty Butt Pants. Anybody else watching? If you're watching later, let me know. Do you think that this will lead to other states creating a guaranteed income for, like, pregnant women and foster kids? Or do you think this is a step towards just a universal income across the board? No matter how much you make, 
what job you have, where you come from, your situation, whatever. Just everybody gets a certain amount. I think it's a step towards a uh, universal income for everybody. Yep. Um, so how much is Je- is uh, Mr. Bezos going to get? I zoomed in on you, so you have to answer. Like, I, I mean, it, if it's it, everybody, then old Jeff Bezos, CEO of Amazon, he's got to get something. I think he should. He should get negative. He should get negative. Yes, he, need, he owes should, money. Right. <laughs> he, he should be the one. Uh, one paying paying us this money. No, I don't know. Hey, because Party Butt Pants is in the chat, and he he's addressing you directly, sir. Uh oh, let's go. Reinvigorate our manufacturing, fair trade policies preventing our trade partners from abusing us, max employment initiatives, improving training throughout the nation. Our problems are myriad and held in place by protected entities. Your question is a tough one with a long-term solution, Tobias. That's why some people don't like to talk about that type of subject. As far as Welcome uh, to the Uncomfortable Conversation. Man. We talk about that shit no one else wants to talk about. Because that's your question is a tough one with a long term solution. I have a question. What's up? What was your question? Oh, um, like with how us, to do it? Yeah. Or? Like, how would we get out of debt slowly? Because I, I know oh, out of debt. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. It says if they're smart, they'll means test the UBI initiative. Okay, you know you're going to have to explain that one to us. <laughs> <laughs> that will only ensure it will be treated as a political beating stick. Yeah, you're going to have to uh, universal basic income. Why the fuck did I not make that connection sooner? The UBI initiative, the universal basic income initiative. I think. <laughs> Pretty sure that's what you meant. They'll means test the UBI. We'll see. I think maybe California is the means test. Like, let's test it out in one state mm-hmm. with a very specific demographic. See how it goes. And actually, thank you. That's a good segue. It's party butt pants. That's a good segue. We're going to go down to uh, where is she at. So this woman, her name is Nayla De- DeJesus, I think is her name. Let me bring her up real quick. This woman right here. Um, DeJesus was removed from her mother's custody at 17 and bounced between living with an aunt, a godmother, and a boyfriend until landing in a traditional housing program. She became ineligible for that program when she turned 24 last year, which normally would have ended her government assistance as a foster child. Instead, the taxpayers of Santa Clara County have been paying her $1,000 a month with no restrictions on how she can spend it. So basically, kind of like a guaranteed income. Uh, it's part of a, yeah, there it is, part of a guaranteed income program targeting foster care children. DeJesus is also caring for her nine-year-old brother as his temporary guardian while battling anxiety and depression. She said her condition made it hard for her to keep a job. Uh, now, she has a she has a full-time job as a client support specialist with the Bill Wilson Center, where she works with young people who are in situations like hers. She says she doesn't worry about money like she used to, choosing to save most of what she gets from the Guaranteed Income Program. She used some of it to buy things for her brother whose interest in expensive electronics grows as he gets older. So you have situations where there are people that need it and it helps them. Uh-huh. This is a a young woman that 
was in foster care, bouncing around. She ages out. Now, because of this extra, this $1,000 a month she gets with no restrictions, she can put it towards whatever she wants. She is spending it on her brother that she has to take care of. She now has worked her way towards having a full-time job, supporting people that were in the same situation that she was in. Um, there was a quote in here somewhere. Let me see if I can find it again. Oh, right here. Let me highlight this. Whoop. Son of a bitch. Here we go. She has, or she used the money to save for a down payment for her dream car, a blue Subaru WRX. Does everybody need to have their dream car? No, I don't have my dream car. 1967 Mustang Fastback. <laughs> That's Shelby you GT. You have to keep that in there. Shelby GT. That's my. If you want to support the show, send me a 1967 uh, what Shelby color? GT. Oh, Eleanor. Okay. Yeah, silver okay. with black racing stripes. It's 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 just faster if you put racing stripes on it. That's that's just science, okay? It's faster if it's got racing stripes. Um, oh, you're crazy. But we have situations. Now, I don't, this is not a big enough sample size, obviously, to determine, oh, it works or, oh, it doesn't work. But we have situations where um, this works. Oh, I don't know if y'all can hear that, but my son's mad. Uh, but we have situations where this is working. So in Santa Clara County, they've had programs like this before. Or not before. They have programs like this right now. But so seeing one situation where it worked, just straight up yes, no. I mean, I'm going to zoom in on you, so you got to give some some you got you got you got to give some detail. You can't just say yes or no because I'm going to zoom in on you. Mm-hmm. Um. We see a situation where it works. Yes or no? Do you think this is a good idea? I definitely do. Uh, I definitely do for because in today's society, uh, for families, uh, it was some kind of breakdown they did where even a two-parent household struggles to support the family when they both have a decent-paying job. Uh, as far as Supporting their fan, their kids, themselves, the house, their cars, and everything that comes with you know a family—it's a struggle. So imagine a single mom, you know, taking care of her kid, and you know, in a single parent situation. And so I think it's a great idea, but like I said, I have to see the breakdown as far as like how much is given, how is getting, how is it getting distributed, and how much. You know, it's it, it's it's a situation where it's a great idea, but if if it's done the wrong way, it could have a crazy backlash. What's up? Here's a monkey rich for your plan. What's the amount that a person should get? A thousand in a small town America might be enough to destroy all bit small businesses, while the same amount in a big city might be nowhere near enough. That's the that's that's what I'm saying, bro. Like there's that there's that Jeff Bezos argument that we were talking about just a second ago. Yeah, man. Like how how would that work? You know, it's I a great idea though. Here's here's okay. The, the 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 here's the problem with the way my brain works. I can come up with a solution, and my brain immediately is like, 
here's all the problems with your solution, dumbass. <laughs> so, I mean, reading that initially, my brain's first reaction is that kind of like what they did with those uh, COVID relief, those stimulus checks. Like if you make up to a certain amount, you don't get it or you get less or whatever like that. So like we have tiers. Like if you if you make zero to this much, you get, you know, X. If you get this much to this much, you get half of X. You get this much to this much, you get a third of X, whatever. The problem with that is, depending on how much X is for those people making zero to this, if you give them too much, that is incentive for them not to even go find a job. They're like, fuck it, I'm just making money not doing anything, so I'm going to sit here and not do anything. And then we are going to miss the days that our debt was only $28.5 trillion. <laughs> because our debt's going to fucking skyrocket. So that's a, that is a monkey wrench for sure. I mean, I think it should be... I think it should be tiered, definitely. I mean, you you, you got to do it because motherfuckers like Jeff Bezos and all that, like millionaires, don't need it. They should just be excluded. That's just it, they should be. They can bitch all they want. I don't care. But like they're gonna be they're gonna be wealthy until they die, and then their kids are gonna be wealthy. Yeah. Like. So I'm up for adoption, by the way. <laughs> Jeff Bezos or any other millionaires, like. I'm not that attached to my parents. <laughs> hey, look, your dad will probably be happy. Hell yeah, he will. <laughs> he saw his face. Like, he's like, shit. <laughs> my dad will be like, throw in a little extra for me. I'll give you his kid. I don't give a shit. Oh, man. But I think it definitely, I don't know the right way to do it, but I think it definitely should be tiered in some in some fashion. And I, I honestly, with with... With the COVID relief package, um, before they send out the money, they kind of let you know, hey, it's gonna cost this much for everybody. This is, you know, what I'm saying when we when we do this payment situation, it's gonna be this amount for everybody. Like, imagine that number over a span of years. Like, like, oh my gosh! And that was for what one time. That was one. You talking time. about the the cost, like to the nation, like we're right. gonna give everybody a stimulus check, and it's gonna cost one point eight trillion, whatever right. it was. And that was for one time, so that'll be like what, well, one month. There's another monkey wrench because if you decide to set something like this up, and it's gonna be continuous every month, the only way to pay for it is taxes go up. That's it. Mm, my goodness. That that's because if there's anything that little debt clock just showed us, there's not a surplus to pull from. Man. At all. That's gonna be a snowball effect. It's gonna start small to get bigger and bigger and bigger, and then you're just Dude, it's been a hundred degrees down here. Can no snowball come down here? <laughs> oh, we're, we're good then. We're immune to the snowball effect. <laughs> Man, let me tell you I'm sorry, this is off topic. So when I went to Vegas, bro, by the way, I went to Vegas, y'all. Bro, I um like it I I'm used to so it being hot here, when I went to Vegas, the first time I got off the plane and I walked outside, bro, it felt like I was in a heater. Like, 
<laughs> you know, like imagine you coming from outside into your house and your dad has the heater on full blast, bro. Full blast. Like it felt so hot, like so hot. Like I, I, as soon as I stepped outside, I was immediately sweating. Like it's crazy. Like when you get in the car and you crank your car up and you turn the AC on blast, it doesn't work for a whole five minutes because it's that hot. So imagine, mm, I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell, bro. I don't want to go to hell. I don't want to go to hell. Hey, news for you. And, and, and people from up north are not going to understand this. For the most part. I'm sure there's some people up north that will. If hell is only 100 degrees, not that bad. <laughs> Not that bad. We're so fucking used to it down here. <laughs> Not that bad. Bro, in Vegas, it was 138 degrees. Look, you said me either, bud. Where are you at, Farty Butt Pants? You down here in the south of us, or you up north? Where are you at? It's, oh, my gosh. Bro, even at night, it was still like, at 9 o'clock at night, it was like 110 I took, degrees. It was not that hot, everybody. I'm sure it was. You talking about in Vegas? Yeah, in Oh, Vegas. okay, I thought you were talking about here. No, like, no, 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 no. East Texas. Oh, East yeah. Texas. He knows exactly what yeah. the fuck we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Bipolar has weather. He's right next to us. He's in East <laughs> Texas. You're probably like an hour away from us. <laughs> oh, man. There's a veteran very close to us that knows us now. <laughs> I'm terrified. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You should be. But, no, I took I took my dogs out last night at... Nine, mm-hmm. something like that. It's ninety fucking degrees. I was sweating. Pitch black outside. The sun made a decision a long time ago to go the fuck off. Like, <laughs> a long time d- ago. Deuce out. Like been pitch black for a while. <laughs> ninety fucking degrees outside. So those of you that are up north and you gotta bundle up in your coat and everything, fuck you. You're so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I could talk about that all day. Because, like, when I went up north for the first time, it was 60 degrees outside. And I had to put on a coat because I'm so used to it being hot. Oh, man. 60 yeah. degrees felt so good once I got used to it. Oh, my God. We was playing golf yesterday. And for the first half of the round, there was overcast. This is this 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 will give you all an idea of how fucking hot it is here. It was overcast, okay? Clouds are in the way. The sun can't see me. Right. I'm like a ninja to the sun. <laughs> the motherfucker doesn't know where I'm at. 85 degrees with the overcast. You know how fucking good 85 degrees felt? Bro. Like, I was just like, bro. oh. Bro. So relaxing. <laughs> and then the sun came out and fucked everything. <laughs> bro, we always get off topic. We do. Y'all, get into the comments below. Let us know your thoughts on California <laughs> passing this. This is, a lot of y'all are probably not even here anymore. Um. If you're watching the highlight video, you're probably not even here anymore because we've gotten so off topic. You've gone to watch, I don't know, some cat video. I don't fucking know what you're going cat to Cat playing piano. Yeah, the cat playing piano. That's the richest cat in the world. <laughs> but get into those comments and let us know your thoughts about California being the first state in the United States to pass a guaranteed income plan. News story number five. Last news story for today. This one comes to us from NBC News. Uh, I was about to hit the wrong button. F2. And this is something that happened kind of early in the week. Texas Democrats flee the state 
in an effort to block GOP-backed voting restrictions. And now that we know Farty Buttpants is from Texas, I'm really, really interested in getting your insight, Farty Buttpants, on this one because you're actually from Texas. The lawmakers arrived in Washington to advocate for federal voting rights legislation risking arrest by leaving during the special session. Because apparently, if you deuce the hell out in the middle of a legislative session, you can be arrested. Really? Yeah. And a matter of fact, I think the uh, Greg Abbott, the governor, has actually come out and said that when they come back, they're to be arrested or something like that. Um, let's get rid of that. So in an extraordinary effort to block Republicans from enacting new voting restrictions, Texas Democrats bolted again. A large group of Democratic members in the state House of Representatives arrived at, I guess it's Dooley's, Dooley's uh, International Airport on Monday evening after fleeing the state in a pair of charter jets. At least 51 members were on the flights. A source familiar with the plans told NBC News at least seven others were en route as well. A 40-boat fan says, I hear they passed it anyways. There were enough to get closer. So, while I look that up, we're going to go. Hang on, i got to pull it this way because you're on that side of me. There you go. <laughs> so, Tobias. What's up? How do you feel about, like, I don't know what the percentage is, but basically half of the legislation in a state just dicking out because they're like, no, I don't like what you're doing. I'm leaving. I feel like they're running away. That's exactly what they're doing. They're That's running. precisely what they did, actually. <laughs> uh, they don't want to – it's definitely a bad look for the Dems in the in a state that's really from 2020. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. I think Texas is becoming more and more Democratic as far as their, their citizens mm-hmm. think. But, yeah, what do you think about so, them leaving? So, for them to leave means nothing can be done. So, they – they like, okay, if this is how it is, we're going to leave. And, like, usually when there can be change, you usually stick around to fight for change. But in this situation, they felt like all hope was lost. They felt like leaving, you know, with, with – hold on, what is this? I'm sorry. Leaving would, would be one of those situations where, hey, I'm going to leave. It's not going to bother me, bother me anymore. And what, what did you say? Half of them were on the – at least 51 members went on the flights. Yeah, I don't know it, how many members there actually are, though. At least 51 members. So, yeah, so 51, 51 members of Congress said, fuck it, I'm out. 50. <laughs> that is the – that is the federal equivalent of a kid that doesn't like the rules to a game – like I'm quit. I'm not playing Bro, anymore. Bro, you know how many times? <laughs> you know how many times I leave a lobby when when like okay, this is off subject. Never mind. I was I was pretty good. I was off subject. You're making a comparison to what we're talking All about. All right, so right look, now. let me tell you Go something. Ahead. When I'm in Call of Duty and I'm joining into a lobby, bro, <laughs> I'm joining into a lobby and it throws me in a game where there's only two people versus six, and the score is like we got twenty, they got hundred and forty. I'm leaving. Why would you do that? Why would you throw me in an unfair situation? Uh, for them, it was 51 of them. It wasn't just two. So the the fact that they left, like, what? That, that's – what is this? Why does the ad keep popping up on my screen? But uh, 
on board Texas Democrats on their way to D.C. where they plan to stay for more than three weeks to deny the state house a quorum. Bro, we are looking at the people on the plane. <laughs> Did you see the picture? Uh, I saw several pictures, like selfies of them on the plane. And shit. Uh, yeah, Jane C. Tim on Twitter. I, I saw a bunch of Twitter pictures about oh, it. Oh, my gosh. They look excited, too. They are not bothered by this. Uh, Yeah, man. So, my thing is, they're all going to be arrested. They're all going to be arrested. So, here's where we're... Here is uh, Farty Butt Pants. Here's where we stand. I I looked it up. You said that you you think it passed anywhere. You heard that it passed anywhere. So, here's what I found. Um, this is from the Texas Tribune. Uh, Senate presses forward, passing GOP voting and bail bills as Texas House in chaos. So what it looks like, and again, this is just what I've been able to find, because the, the Democrats that fled the state were part of the House. They weren't part of the Senate. Mm-hmm. So it says this, the Texas Senate approved the bill Tuesday in a party-line vote. So basically all the Republicans said yes, all the Democrats said no. Uh, the Senate passed the controversial elections bill a day after 51 House Democrats decamped to Washington, D.C. to avoid voting on the election. Here's the thing. Um, this up here at the top. If the House Democrats who skip town to block voting legislation don't return before the special session ends, the Senate bills will languish without becoming law. So even though it passed the Senate, uh, it says, sorry, it was a party vote pants, says, sorry, it was a quorum, and the Senate had 22 members proceeding it. So, even though it passed the Senate, if they don't come back in time, it will languish without coming, becoming law, Law, which I, which I assume is it will – my button wasn't working for a second. I was about to get pissed. Um, basically, I mean, it just, it just fucking goes away without becoming law because it has to pass the House and the Senate, and then it has to go to the governor's desk. For that, for his John Hancock and becoming law. That that yeah, <sighs> that's a tough situation. Um, but let me see if I can find this quote from the governor. Oh, what? I'm sorry, I saw Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Talk. What? D- your camera's on. Talk. Oh my gosh. Um. I'm sorry. I'm looking at these pictures of the people, and <laughs> let's see here. Greg he put me on spot, y'all, and I was not ready. Abbott. It's a good thing. It's 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 a damn good thing that in the highlight videos I'm gonna edit this out. Oh, what happened? You, you just sitting there, quiet. bro. No, I was reading. What I was trying doing? to understand. <laughs> hey, man, you can't just put me on the spot. I, I, I was not ready. Okay. <laughs> he just said talk. I. <laughs> Farty butt pants is slapping his screen right now. But did it freeze? What the fuck? <laughs> What's going on? Uh, All right, so. Um. 
See, Governor Greg Abbott, let me pull this up. This is from Newsweek. Governor Greg Abbott criticized Democrats for leaving the state on Monday ahead of an expected vote in the House and threatened that lawmakers will be arrested upon their return from Washington, D.C. But Crockett, who's Crockett? State Representative Jasmine Crockett. Crockett argues that it is not up to Abbott whether or not the legislatures would face punishment for denying state Republicans the two-thirds quorum required to pass the bill. So even though he is threatened to arrest them, I guess it's not up to him. To which I would respond, why the fuck did I become governor if I can't enforce, make these decisions yeah. and enforce shit in my state? You know how power... You know how... But... Oh, my god, I'm petty, so, you know. Uh, <laughs> but, like, you know how... You know how... Um, how hurt I would be if I have a job and I can't do my job because someone else has the power to take away my job. It's like, why am I here then? Uh, it depends on how much I'm getting paid for the job. You wouldn't care? I mean, if I'm getting paid a shitload of money, no, whatever. <laughs> That's what we call a nest egg. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Stupid. Shut up, you dumbass. Oh, man. Let me see... Okay. So, guys and girls, get into those comments. Let us know your thoughts on Democrats or the the House Democrats in Texas fleeing the state to try to stop this bill. Um, Do you think they should be arrested? Do you think they shouldn't be arrested? Are you upset that you can't do this? If you get pissed at your job, you can't just jump on a plane and go. I'm pissed. <laughs> I'm pretty sure if you're at your job, I couldn't do that because I don't make that. I don't, I don't make that kind of money where I can just jump on a plane and leave. If Mm-mm. I could just jump on a plane and leave, I would not even go back to work. What? If I have enough money to just buy a plane ticket? Oh my god! Just out the blue. And don't hey, have to well, worry if, about you, if, if you fly coach, it's not that expensive. It doesn't matter. Okay. What happened? Time out. Let's go. You just got off a plane. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It's not about me right now. Um, it's not about me. I Party plan. Butt pants, Party Butt Pants says, I could do that, but the job wouldn't be there for me when I return. That's true. That's true. <clears throat> but, okay, House representatives, I know they're elected into that position. Mm-hmm. Can they get fired? I'm sh- like just straight up you didn't do your job you're fired I feel I would like, imagine they can but it's yeah. like way more complicated than that I feel like there like there have to be uh like a whole a whole like court hearing or something like that to show hey you haven't been doing your job or you're inadequate for this job excuse me oh my god you're not drinking beer too are you <laughs> coffee and Jim Beam. doesn't give me gas just saying <laughs> Beer gives me gas, but no. <laughs> uh, I definitely think there is a plan set out to show that hey, they are not doing their job. So, boom, 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 boom. But I have, I think there has to be like a couple cases stacked up against them to show that hey, they're not been doing a job. You know, you're out of here, and I'm sure uh, you will have to find a replacement immediately for them uh, to see like the candidates of you know. 
who was who is like the runner up before or who had so and so votes that didn't make it like a step below and then as soon as they get in and, and they are out then you know move the next person in so i definitely don't I, I don't think people are that powerful where they can just stay in their position well there are some people in the world who are just can hold their position without you know that's a different subject i was trying to find uh I don't even know if it's called impeachment for House members. Do you know? No. What fucking good are you, Tobias? I'm just here to help you, man. <laughs> I'm, just here. I'm just here to be the black guy. That's all I'm here for. I'm, I'm just here to chill, get my thoughts. <laughs> I'm trying to see. House. Oh, wait. Let's do it this way. Let's go. State House. Representatives uh, fired. All right, let's see what happens. Fired. Fired. You're fired. You're fired. I don't think. I think this is all just like removed from office or something like that. Censured, reprimanded. Yeah. Excluded. I don't know if any of these are fired or not. Anyway, we're getting off topic again. Oh. A little bit. Guys, jump into those comments. Let us know your thoughts on the Texas Democrats of the House, the, the House Democrats jumping on two charter planes and fleeing the state, <laughs> dicking out like kids on the playground so that aren't funny. happy with the rules of the game. We all do that. Just so that they can try to block this, which it sounds like they, they would block it. But... I don't know if they'll block it permanently or if it's just like a temporary thing. But, guys, get down to the comments and let us know your thoughts. That's it for the news. That's it? That's it for the news. We only had five stories today. Um, looking at – let's look at – I don't think we have any mailbag. Farty Butt Pants has been keeping us company, though. We appreciate it, Farty Butt Pants. Thank you, sir. Oh, here we go. We got something for Farty. Introducing mailbag with Farty Butt Pants. A recall provision could exist for them. That said, election would probably be faster. Well, let's find out. That's what we're here for, man. That's what we're here for. Talk about what you want us to talk about. Oh, you son of a bitch. Uh-oh, what happened? It's not pasting like I told it to. There we go. So, Ballotpedia, son of a bitch. <laughs> Everybody's looking at a blank screen now because this thing's being skewed. Uh, let's see. Da, 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 da. There it is. Yay. <laughs> All stupid. right. <laughs> so stupid. Ballotpedia, recall of local elected officials from Texas is available only in political subdivisions that have their own charter and only if the charter spe specifically authorizes recall. Texas has about 1,200 cities, and 352 of those cities have their own charter. Uh, I don't know. Does it say anything about how long it would take? Over 90% of the state's home rule cities do include a local recall provision. Because recall is defined individually only in specific local charters and is not defined in state statutes, 
or the Texas Constitution, the laws that govern the available procedures, <laughs> such as I had a little bit, I had to burp a little bit from this beer. <laughs> um, the laws that govern the available procedures, such as how many signatures are required to force a recall election, can and do vary from jurisdiction, jurisdiction to jurisdiction within the state. For example, 1994 book on Texas home rule cities noted that signature requirements vary from 3% to 51%. Wouldn't that suck if you were representative in a city where only 3%, like that's all it took to get you out, was 3%? I would never hold a job in state legislature they're, they're, if all it took was 3%. Because here's the thing. There's some people that don't like Just you. based on my personality as a whole, at least 15% are going to fucking hate me. That's just how it He's works. He's a dick, y'all. You shut up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not a dick. That's what he says. Yeah, I'm the only one that says that, too. <laughs> no, nah, he's cool. I'm, I, am, I have had somebody actually tell me that I am what they call a sociable asshole. Yeah, okay. Which means... I'm a dick, mm-hmm. and I'm an asshole, but I do it to a point where it's funny, and everybody wants me to keep being an asshole. <laughs> I was like, cool. I get to keep being an asshole. Right on. You're so, not going to stop even if someone asks you to. It depends on no, who asks me. doesn't. It depends on who asks me and how they ask me and like Kendra, what the situation Kendra asks you to stop being an asshole. Again, it depends on the situation. <laughs> See, you would not change. Like, if we're like in one of those like kind of – bickering back and forth modes mm-hmm. and kind of having some fun with it or whatever, like, nah, I'm going to keep being an asshole. That's just how it works. If I can tell she is pissed, she's like, shut up. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yeah. Like. <laughs> Bro, you're nuts. I'm nuttier and squirrel shit. <laughs> Don't you forget it. But guys, that's it for the show. Yep. That's it. No mail bag today. Um, again, next week's show, we're going to announce the winner of the giveaway. The three ways that you can enter is if you are a follower on Twitch and you have left a comment during the stream, which <laughs> that's only one person. So congratulations, Party Butt Pants. You're in the running. Um, if you share the Facebook post, this Facebook post, because we're live on Facebook as well. Mm-hmm. Share that, and you uh, like the, the Facebook page. Like, if you're part of this community and you share it, you're entered. And then on YouTube, if you are a subscriber and you leave a comment on this video or any of the subsequent highlight videos after this video, you are entered as well. And on next week's episode, we will disclose and we will announce the winner of this giveaway. Um, do you have anything? Well, you wanted to do time out, everybody. It's not the end of the show. Tobias wanted to do a segment that he is calling Tobias's thoughts. And it's fitting because this is our first episode that actually has the Tobias button where we get to zoom in. (laughs) So ladies and gentlemen, the first segment, maybe the last, but I don't think, (laughs) but at the very least, the first segment of Tobias's thoughts, Tobias. Take it away. All right. So since this the since this is the uncomfortable conversation uh, with your host 
Austin, joined by Tobias. So there was a situation that happened to me, and I would love to talk about. So um, in Vegas, we were we me, my sister, and my nephew Jace uh, were in the pool swimming, chilling, and there was this other family there, and uh, it was two kids and maybe like three adults, and we got in the pool, and what happened was. Uh, the little girl was called over by her dad and uh, it was a white family. And so she went over there and was chilling with them. And then she came over to where her brother was. And so her brother said, um, are we going to leave? The little girl said no. Um, and what happened was she said out of her mouth in front of me and my sister, she said, no, mom and dad said we can't be over here because we don't like black people. So when that happened, my immediate response was blank. I blanked out. I didn't know what to do because, um, one, the little girl was maybe five to like seven years old. I really couldn't tell cause she was in the pool. So I couldn't like, like just see her stand up. She was swimming half the time. And, um, and the little boy was maybe 12, maybe 11. I'm not sure. But, um, and so I didn't know what to think or what to do. And so I started replaying the situation in my head. Because as soon as me and my sister got in the pool, I remembered her mom got out and like went to go sit down in the bench or whatever. And so whenever she said it, I didn't really hear it. Because I was like, wait, what happened? And my sister gave this look to the little girl and then looked at her mom. And the mom overheard it because the mom was looking at us the whole time. Like, eyes was just like this. And so I'm like, hmm. What what could I do to be nonviolent and and to to let them know this was what this was not right? Um, basically, I did nothing because I didn't know I didn't know what to do. My sister was so upset that you know we were there for maybe five to seven minutes, and so when she heard that, my sister was like, "Okay, I'm ready to go." And so it bothered her to the point where she wasn't like in tears or. Or like heartbroken. It's just like wow. We're we're in 2021, and it's it's a thing where we have to experience this. I know there's racism here, but to the fact that it it's that bad that we have to go on vacation to experience a situation like this. Um, I don't blame the little girl at all because like like in my belief, racism is taught. It's not something you're born with, and so for her father to tell her that. And for her to come back and say it so abruptly in, in our face, because honestly, if I was with another group of people instead of my mom, dad, and my sister, and my nephew was not there, I definitely would have said something. But because we were in a different state with, we had family there and it could have got worse because our family's kind of crazy, but it's, it's best that things don't escalate to the point where violent things happen. Um, because, you cannot change how some, how someone thinks as far as them being racist, but you can change on your perception. Um, so that being said, farty butt pants, Austin, how do you think as a black man, I should react to that situation of other people being racist? I had to unmute my microphone for just a second. <laughs> uh, hmm. That's a a tough situation. Here's the thing. Party butt pants, I don't know if you're white or black or Native American or Asian or whatever. I don't know what you are. 
Um, I know you're a dude now. <laughs> Appreciate that. But as so so, first of all, trying to put myself in your shoes, I can't do that. Mm-hmm. I've I've experienced racism against me because I'm white, but I've never I'm I'm. I'm not going to sit here and act like I know how I would react if I were a black man in that situation. Mm-hmm. No clue. Um, do I think you handled it with dignity and grace? Of course, you handle everything with dignity and grace. You're, I don't know how you do it all the time, but you did it. Um, oh, shit. My son made me this. All right. <laughs> I forgot to say that earlier at the beginning of the show. My son made me that. Um, oh. Party Butt Pants is in the chat. I look at events like that as an opportunity to not have to worry about what they think. Circle your wagons around those who react positively to you. Be the change you want to see in this world. Now it feels like a movie. That's a that's a movie quote. That's 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 like the end of Bruce Almighty right there. Be the miracle. Be the miracle. Uh, but no, I. I mean, I can't now. If if I was there as well, like that whole situation happened, and then like I'm also there, like mm-hmm. as a spectator, mm-hmm. then you know when I hear that little girl say that, I'd be like, "What the fuck?" Like, ooh, <laughs> like Jesus. Now, I wouldn't have said anything. Mm-hmm. It's like you wouldn't have said anything. Now, you said if you were there and you weren't with your family, you were just with like a group of friends. You just said something. Exactly. What I, would you have said? Let me tell you. I, I thought. I, look, Hang let on. me tell you about me. There we go. Um, <laughs> I'm very, very technical. Like, uh, I don't know. You know how, like, in some movies, people will play situations in their head. I'm that guy. I, I go through scenarios and see, like, what if I did this? The reaction would be this. And so, um, I came up with a conclusion. Oh, if I did something, what I would say is I would let my family leave because I, I don't want them to be in a situation where they have to come to my defense because I can defend myself. I'm I'm not afraid of anybody. So I would have been I would have walked to the father and said, look man, I understand you have a problem with other races, but it's not good to teach your kids because if this is the wrong situation, you guys could get hurt. I'm not the type of person to hurt anybody, but I will definitely let you know that sir, that was not right. And you need to keep your mouth closed and keep that in a different situation. Because this is a place where uh, all races are welcome. And so if you have a problem with other races being here, then you need to find yourself in another place. That's how I feel. Because honestly, like, what else am I supposed to do? Like, if, if, if you have a problem with me being black, I can't help that. I love who I am. I love that I was born this way. If you don't like it, that's your problem. You keep it over there, bro. Don't 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 teach your kids because if your daughter said something to my nephew and he was a little bit older and he got offended, I'm finna whoop your ass. Pure point blank. I don't play about my family. Like you are teaching your kids to hate others, and so when you teach them, teach them to hate others, that can result in violence. And I don't want anybody to get hurt, but if my family gets offended or hurt, and to the point where I can't bear it, I'm just, it's just, it's just how I am. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm looking, I've, I've been watching you in the chat, Farty Butt Pants. Um, 
he says he grew up in a predominantly black neighborhood, went to mostly black middle school and high school. I've, he said he's been the subject of racism also, but it's a choice on how you want to be. He said it's an honest approach, approach to bias. Good job. Honest approach. Um, I'd have left them to their bigotry. You got to believe that they lose out by not knowing you. I 100% agree. I still have not got an answer on whether you're white or black. <laughs> I think you're black now. Um, just because of your thought process and your approach to these type of things. Um, but yeah, he's spot on. Like, when you let someone... Okay, he says, when you let someone's awful, racist, evil behavior change who you are, they have won. Yeah. That's right. And I got news for you. I'm definitely white or black, yes. We've narrowed it down to two. <laughs> We've narrowed it down. Well played, party both hands. Well played. Um, yeah, he's. I mean, he's absolutely right. Once, you, if you let their behavior change you, they have won. Mm-hmm. And you're hearing it here first, everybody. If you let their behavior change you, you are no longer co-host of the show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Now, you're allowed to get mad. I'm not saying you're not allowed to get mad because you already said you're like I'm gonna whoop your ass. Like, like for real. Like, like, and I get it. I get it. Um, but the reason I chose to do this show with you mm-hmm. is because you are able to have these discussions, talk about race and that sort of thing, without letting it change the good person that you are. Mm-hmm. You can get mad. I mean, mm-hmm. fuck, everybody gets mad. Fuck, I got mad when people get racist against me for being white. Like, I get mad about it. But the fact that you don't let it change the good person that you are why you're my friend that's why you're on this show <laughs> there you go yeah man it's 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 not easy, it's not hard to be a good person but it's hard to to accept others for being evil when you are a good person if that makes sense yeah yeah yeah. so it's 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 difficult to sit there in silence yeah and not not do anything i'm gonna take it a step further if you let them change you this show's done no it's not Come okay. On, man. Okay. Time. Okay. <laughs> Here's a question for Farty Butt Pants and the two other people that are watching. If something happens and he's no longer a co-host, this white guy is all you get. <laughs> you want to hear me talk about race? I don't think you do. <laughs> <laughs> because this 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 show is based around. You know, obviously talking about politics and race and that sort of thing, religion, whatever, all these uncomfortable subjects, but also bouncing off of each other, sometimes agreeing, sometimes disagreeing, but showing people that you can disagree and still get along and still be friends. With one host, the show doesn't exist. And even if we had still had two with two white hosts, the show doesn't exist. You want to you want to hear two white people bitch about black people shit? <laughs> Mm-mm. It wouldn't make sense. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. Don't get me wrong. But ain't nobody going to watch that shit. <laughs> uh, yeah. and It's like the reason it shook me so much is honestly, this was the first time I've ever been uh, in a racist situation openly where I knew about mm-hmm. it. Farty Pants says, uh, he says, agreed. It's definitely easier to sink to the lowest common denominator. It is easier to sink than it is to fly. It is. Tobias can fly. <laughs> Thank you. Tobias can fly. I think that's the only superhero ability I really would love, and it wouldn't like affect me in my everyday life. I would choose uh, the ability to stop time. 
So you cheating, bro? This no, bro. It's not cheating. It's a that's, superpower. That's definitely you're cheating because you can fly. I mean, I just get to work quicker. I mean, what? What you want? That's it. If I get to stop time, I can literally sleep in until the minute I'm supposed to be at work, and still be at work on time. You know what? That wouldn't be the only thing you do, but Mm-mm. I won't say it on the air. <laughs> no, no, I would mess with people. I exactly. I would one hundred percent exactly. Mess with people. Like in the blink of an eye. You wouldn't know it because you don't see me move, but like I would do some stupid shit. Like I'd walk over there and like reverse your headphones. Like I'd spin them around. You'd be like, "The fuck happened?" <laughs> like little things that just get in people's head. That's the shit I would do. Uh, okay, we got another comment from Farty Butt Pants. You'll get pigeonholed as a single voice. This back and forth allows some greater lines of communication. Damn right. Damn right. Imagine how pigeonholed it'd be if it was a single white voice. Nobody wants to. Well, I say that. Fox News wants to listen to it. <laughs> Sit Fox News. But everybody else, they don't want Not to. Not CNN, but Fox News. I give Fox News so much shit. They're not as bad as a lot of people think, but I'm still <laughs> going to give them shit. Guys, that's the show. That's it. That's it. We've been going for two hours and 14 minutes. Hey. Almost two hours and 15 minutes. This is probably the longest show we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. It was fun. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you for subscribing. Thank you for following if you're on Twitch. Um, thank you for sharing with a friend. Thank you for telling people. Thank you for getting us out there. That's that's how we expand. That's how we grow. That's how we reach more people is by word of mouth. Sharing it with your friends. Letting people know about us. Let them come check us out. Let them watch us. Uh, if they don't like it, they can dick off. I really don't care. But expanding the conversation. Like we've been talking about. We've been talking with Farty Butt Pants this whole time. That's what we love to do. We love to talk to you guys. We love to talk about what you want to talk about and have that discussion with you. Um, make sure to send us any questions, comments, topics of discussion. Uh, tweet at us using the hashtag UncomfortPod. Get in a YouTube comment. Talk to us while we're live on the show. Mm-hmm. Go to UncomfortPod.com and fill out the contact form. That's how you can be a part of the show with us. Make sure to like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. It's all just the UncomfortPod. Go to uncomfortpod.com if you want to support the show. We have a support link, and we also have a merch link if you want to get a cool hat or a T-shirt or whatever. Um, coffee mug. <laughs> <laughs> but, guys, thank you for listening, and remember, it is okay to disagree. Yep. We can disagree and still respect each other. We can disagree and still love each other. And if we keep that in mind, boys and girls, we won't solve the world's problems, but we will shave some of the rough edges off. Till next time. All right, y'all, we out.